1: Hello, Radio Free Brooklyn. Guess what? I'm back, bitches. You're listening to Queer State of Mind Live. Joining me, we got a whole bunch of people. We got new faces, old faces, everybody up in here. We're gonna be talking about the Olympics, we're gonna talk about Black Panther, which Spoiler alert, I still haven't seen it yet. Don't take my black card. I know. We're going to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. We're going to talk about that show that y'all still ain't watched Queer Eye and all the pop madness, plus what's been going on in Parkland, Florida. We're going to give you a rundown of the politics, too. You're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at facebook.com slash queerstateofmind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to queerstateofmindnyc at gmail.com. Hello, New York City. You're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Ori Givens. We're joined in the studio by a whole bunch of people. We got Miss Savannah in the studio.
0: Hey. Hello. We
1: Savannah
2: got na na nah. Yes. <laughs> we got Miss Deron here. Hello. I'm back. Barely.
1: Yes. We got Miss Adrielle in the house. Hey. We got Miss Jose. Hey. right. Uh, I'm just going to say
3: I'm not going to be functional at least midway.
1: Yeah, also, none of these hoes is drinking. I don't know <laughs> drinking, what right? show I got on. Get those I'm not exactly sure girl, what happened. You know, girl. when I left this show in the cable hands of these queens, we liked the little cocktail with our... Um, we were,
2: our we've were. we been the doing air. the cocktail. We did a cocktail last but week, now, the week before we true. really did the cocktail. These
1: children act like they done did the most.
2: Last night was... <laughs> The most. I
1: don't even.
4: Daran got his entire life
2: listening. I know.
1: He tired. sent me a, a message. Like, I am lit. And I'm like, oh girl. She's no, like, don't get like too lit. I
2: was years. just like, too late. She, <laughs> right. She, she did say, don't get too lit. And I was just like, sorry, girl. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You did everything. <laughs> everything. Well, I want to catch up with everybody. See what y'all was doing yesterday. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. First, we're going to get to this premiere track. Well, it's not a premiere track, but it is a, it's our, it's our opening track. What's yeah. this track?
3: It's La Bomba by Rick.
1: Oh yes. You know, I, I won't talk about my love for um, Ricky Martin. It goes back about 25 years. So we're going to just play this track here in a moment. You're listening to Queer State of Mind. That song, yes. You're listening to Queer State of Mind live on Radio Free Brooklyn. I just love me some Ricky Martin. I've loved him since high school, maybe even middle school.
3: That's like my jam. That's my favorite. It,
1: what, is, it is a
2: good one. Was he in Menudo back then? Menudo?
1: I, no, he was just transitioning out of Menudo.
2: Thank you. I was trying to be shady, girl. You know, I was trying to be shady. Menudo was like an 80s thing. I know. Thing, yeah. I'm trying to be shady. He's trying to be shady. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh-huh. Girl, it's been a minute since I've been able to uh-huh. shave you. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: no. You try to shave me from long distance, but you know I'm Where? protected by the cross. Where? Uh-huh. You know I love you and uh-huh. your mama. Uh huh. Let's just get into this. Let's me. get into this news because you know you ain't ready. I'm, you remember? I'm I'm a bit more spry than you are because you came in all rough. <laughs> i have already had my breakfast sandwich. I'm Oop. ready to go. Ooh. I'm still trying to catch listen,
2: up. Listen, listen, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm.
1: So maybe about the second hour, you'd be right. I shouldn't even fight that. So, to a serious note, we had a major incident, a school shooting that occurred was it last week. I feel like it yeah, so long. It was last okay. week. Um, Seventeen students were killed by a student uh, Government. I he's now um, in custody, and it's. Sparked all kinds of discussions the same discussions that we tend to have after a mass shooting gun control mental health you know we don't have the right discussions we're not talking about well what about our culture and the perpetuation of violence what about male enacted Mm -hmm. violence and how this seems to go unchecked but what we have seen is a swell of activism from the teens that were survivors from the parkland school shooting And, and it's interesting I'd like to get your thoughts because it is very interesting to see this social media activism, Mm -hmm. this very in-your-face activism. They're calling out leadership. You know, they're asking Marco Rubio if he's going to take money from the NRA. Mm -hmm. They're calling out Trump. And it is a very, you know, it's not like we haven't seen this before, which some people have talked about. We saw this with, you know, the Movement for Black Lives and Black Lives Matter, but they didn't get the same visibility that this movement is getting. So my first question is, you know, is it just the obvious or what do you think about the way that the media and the way that, you know, society is discussing these activists now versus those activists then?
0: Yeah, I think it's tough. I think that with these kids in particular, um, you know, this this is a generation that grew up, truly grew up with social media. So I think mm-hmm. they really are masters of media generally. And mm-hmm. I think that's why they've been so, even though they're very young, so eloquent at mm-hmm. uh you know at talking about this issue and holding their leaders accountable yeah um you know i'm not sure a, what about this event is so unique compared to events that have happened in the past but it mm-hmm. does so far you know knock on wood seem to be it, it's being received differently yeah. um, even by republican politicians mm-hmm. even by marco rubio in his town hall seemed you know he's still Marco Rubio but he was sort of acknowledging certain things and saying he would be open potentially to raising the age that you can buy an assault rifle things like like that so well
1: yeah. and I think that's an interesting kind of avenue raising the age right you know so we make it 21 instead of 18 which mm-hmm. Will that? What do you think that would have an effect? Because they, they, a twenty-one-year-old could ostensibly possibly go into a school and, and Oh, of shoot course, it up, yeah. I mean, know. I
0: think the real solution is just we don't civilians don't need to own weapons of war. And mm-hmm. the AR-15 that was used in this attack is the same gun that was used um, in Orlando, the same gun that was used in Las Vegas. Like this is the weapon of choice for mass shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a defense. You know, this is not something that you keep at home to defend yourself. This isn't a hunting rifle. Yeah, you are not
1: going to kill deer. With yeah, I mean, this team. is
0: meant to mow down people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's in, in terms of real change. I think that that's the real conversation. But I think that Republicans don't want to embrace that idea. So I think that they're sort of tweaking at the at the edges of okay, exactly. the, bump we'll raise stocks, the yeah, the, the bump you know, stocks will like... raise the age, and those are something. So I want to. It's like okay, that's something, but mm-hmm. it's not an assault ban, which is I think what these students are talking about and what. The public supports
1: mm-hmm. what do you think what do you guys think about the fact that they're planning walkouts um there's a national coordinated effort um to walk out of schools for 17 minutes um and then there's another plan to walk out for the anniversary of columbine yes I mean, it's 20-year anniversary uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Ugh, these 20-year anniversaries yeah. are killing me um like there is a this this activism is not just online this mm-hmm. activism is is very much in your face. They went down to Tallahassee to mm-hmm. be a presence. They've had marches and vigils and things like that. So it's, you know, I don't want to necessarily detract and say, oh, they well, they are good at social media. That's very true. Mm-hmm. And they're very captivating in that space. But they're also very captivating in the physical space.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they held it. I mean, I think that the fact that Trump, you know, I don't I don't want to give him credit, but the fact that he even felt it was necessary to hold a listening session mm-hmm. with survivors of parkland sandy hook parents mm-hmm. um and some columbine mm-hmm. people so just to show that this has been going on so long yeah um i think the fact that they, they even felt that was necessary again is saying that this is working in some sense mm-hmm. that the same talking points you know as that one really eloquent student said like we're done with the bs like yeah. no more bs that's bs i think it
1: was Emma Rodriguez. yeah yeah, yeah. The, and that's the thing like they are getting response from these very mm-hmm. visible leaders these you know the people that are making decisions in our country the question still remains is if any decisions are going to be made and yeah. what do you guys think where do you think it goes
0: uh, i mean i try to stay optimistic I think yeah i'm going to try to maintain some optimism i think that even if, if there are not immediate changes right now, I think that the fact that this is, I think this will be a cultural shift is my hope that um, this generation is not going to tolerate this in the way that past generations have. Yeah. So even if we don't see this change right now or in 2018, I guess the hope is that this becomes an issue like gay marriage where the generation is just like, no, that's ridiculous. We're going to do something about this. You know,
1: I was in a a high school doing a story this past week um, on an unrelated topic. We're talking about sexual assault and... You know, these kids were like, look, you know, we're dealing with these antiquated values of previous generations. And then I had to be like, oh, wait, that might be me. I might be that previous generation. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, we don't necessarily believe these things. And although they still perpetuate some of those stereotypes and things like that, there there is a very different worldview. And being digital natives, having grown up completely in the Internet space, as opposed to having, you know, maybe your, your formative years and your teenage years and in the digital space like we did, has shaped a more... At least understanding a nuanced perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say that prejudice is completely eliminated with this generation. There's no bias. There's no sexism. There's no racism. We can't say that. We can say that they at least know that these things exist. A yes. lot more people are living out of bubbles.
0: Yes, you can access more information and more points of view. Which
1: is, which is really important, you know? What do we think about? Le- there's a kind of discussion and you had this discussion on the tilt about lowering the voting age. Could you imagine if these, you know i don't even know if they're millennials like i think they're feel like actually they're gen post, x they're gen, gen, text, no they're text, not gen, gen z gen 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 G, sorry z. yeah <laughs> gen yes, Z. wrong wrong letter <laughs> <Yeah. ladder. laughs> wrong direction <laughs> <laughs> but these these gen Z what, what would you think about them having the right to vote you know i've always been kind of a proponent of giving youth voice oh yeah especially you know even as not really youth anymore but When I was younger, I always thought that we were subject to a lot of decisions that we had no part in making. Exactly. And I feel like these kids not only feel that, but they're like, no, we're not going to take this. What do you think about the idea of giving 16-year-olds the
0: right to vote? Well, I think I'm all for it because I think if at 16 you can hold a job legally Mm -hmm. uh, and therefore are paying taxes. You are. And so I think, you know, taxation without representation, I think there's no reason that you shouldn't also be able to elect like you know 16 what, what, what's the big difference between a 16 year old and an 18 year old because mm-hmm. some argue like, oh no, 16 year olds are too immature and I'm like, yeah, well, this older generation gave us Trump, so mm. I don't know <laughs> I don't trust you I any more than exactly mature, so. exactly I don't I'm not buying that argument. I, I absolutely think 16 year olds should be allowed to vote.
1: What I feel like too there it would be such a great civics lesson to be able to mm-hmm. incorporate discussions about the vote and how to inform yourself politically and how to engage with your, your officials, you know, I feel like it would create such a better voting culture. Yeah. You know, because it's Absolutely. not something that you just leave school and you do. And, you know, we have those discussions in, you know, senior government politics classes, I'm sure. Um, but to be able to really kind of create and cultivate that culture yeah. of civic responsibility. We have some of the lowest voter turnout rates yeah. around the in world. The, yeah. And, you know, why not get people more exposed earlier?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to motivate, I think, young people to get politically involved when they can't vote. I mean, I remember I was I think I was 17 uh, Uh in 2008 when Barack Obama and I I, I was pretty active in his (laughs) campaign, but I couldn't vote for him. Right. So I was like trying to register other people. But I'm like, this is such a weird, you know, to be this involved in something and care so much about something. Mm -hmm. And yet I don't even get to have a voice, a real voice in that, uh, it's pretty significant. So I, yeah, I totally agree that that would help.
1: I remember the first election that I voted in was two. No, no, I was, I was 17 then. So it was 2004, um, Bush two. Mm. And I voted, I remember I went hard for John Kerry, it shocked for Kerry, like we were, <laughs> I was on the campaigns and then Kerry didn't win. And yeah. it was just so disheartening. Yeah. Um, not only just because my candidate didn't win, because there was so at that point, I felt that those politics, you know, on the the GOP side were so misaligned with what I wanted. And, yeah. and now, fast forward this amount of time. I'm like, oh, who knew it could <laughs> get so much worse? Well, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get too political, yes. but it's an, it's a different time. Let's just say it's a, it's a different time. So I think that you know, had I had that vote, at seventeen. You know, it might have made the transition to understanding easier. You know, it might have made the process easier. Um, So I would I would definitely be for it. Another thing that's come out as a part of this discussion, um, and I believe it was first suggested by President Trump, but it's something that you see on the Internet. You know, you see people saying, like, why don't we arm teachers? I think that radio sign was terrible. Uh,
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's we already ask so much of our teachers uh-uh. who are overworked and underpaid. Mm-hmm. And to ask them now to become, you know, law enforcement officials in a classroom, I think, is insane. And, I mean, aside from being insane, I think it's also... It just wouldn't solve the problem. Like, adding more guns is not going to solve the problem of gun violence. And even people who are exceptionally trained with guns um, can only, you know, hit their target. I think it was like uh, there was a state in in which they said like law enforcement hits their target like 20 percent of the time or some like extremely like people who are trained to do this for a living. So, again, the idea that our teachers are going to suddenly become these like pro snipers who can just take out. Well, We we have (laughs) the
1: story that came out where there were officers and it's not really, you know, I I couldn't imagine going into a scenario with an active shooter. So it's not like I'm trying to paint any negative picture or or throw any shade. But there were officers that were on scene that did not engage. And these are armed professional
0: yes and i mean understand if law enforcement is called to a school because there is a shooter how is law enforcement supposed to identify exactly who is shooting mm-hmm. the students versus who is defending like that just makes law right. enforcement's job more <laughs> dangerous and difficult so yeah, because
1: and that's one of the things that's been said it's like you don't know if this person is the active shooter that, that has targets or do you know if there's somebody that's defending them exactly you know, and then if you look at the 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 kind of extra layer of our most vulnerable students are Black and Latino students, mm-hmm. our LGBT mm-hmm. students. You know, we have kids that are getting thrown into detention, getting thrown into you know to jail, getting taken out of schools at an alarming rate yeah. because of their identities. Yes. So. What happens if a teacher now has a weapon?
4: Yes. And exactly. is exactly. able to
2: weaponize the classroom. Exactly.
4: Yes, exactly. Who's to
0: say
2: that uh, a teacher can't be a shooter?
0: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, remember that video, that mm. horrible video of that, um, like, black, like, 16-year-old girl who was, like, body it's, slammed yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. by, like, a grown man? Like, can you imagine just adding guns to that situation because someone's, you know, needs to go to detention or whatever the scenario was? Like, it, absolutely not a good idea.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's like a, it's an ill, you know, in my opinion, it's an ill-fitting Band-Aid to a problem. Exactly. You know, there we don't need more guns in places to eradicate violence. Yes.
0: And it is the NRA textbook solution because they are a lobby for gun manufacturers, not yeah. gun owners. And so mm-hmm. they, they, their solution is always, we should just sell more people guns. Let's now sell teachers guns. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you sense. know. No, yeah.
1: but on the, on the other hand, you know, if there are teachers that do feel comfortable with having a weapon and are trained you know we have a lot of teachers that are former military or former police and and do feel comfortable with having weapons should they be allowed to carry weapons in a school
0: i would still say no because i think students you know what i mean like how, who's to say that a student couldn't find that weapon or i just don't think more guns in a school is the answer i, I don't. at that
4: age like a weapon like seeing a weapon like that is scary. Like you're young, exactly. yeah. That, and it creates like a very hostile environment. Yes, like, I would not want to go
2: to school. It's I would I actually not trust that teacher. Like <laughs> it would <will> just <laughs> freak me the fuck out. Like I'm like, Mm-mm. and I will call my mom and be like, "I'm. You need to take me out this class."
3: And it's like, what if there's an instance where a student is being disorderly and the teacher feels threatened? Does that does that give the teacher the right to shoot that student? It's
0: like, yeah. The,
3: it
1: opens up a lot of questions. It opens up a lot of questions and it does. It creates a very big, you know, And again,
2: area. I, like Ori said, I imagine that black and Latino students would be, you know, the most impact about yes, that. exactly. So, no. Students
0: who are viewed as a threat. Exactly. Can now up that so much and treating schools like prisons, essentially. Like, yeah. You know, because that's some of the suggestions that came out of the listening session was, okay. we'll have metal detectors, we'll have arm guards, we'll have checkpoints, the teachers will have guns. I'm like, Jesus Christ, is this a school?
1: I was was exactly about to say, like, we I mean, I grew up with SROs, with school resource officers in high school. And and when I went to school in New York City, there are a bunch of schools that not only have Mm -hmm. SROs, but have metal detectors, have checks, have, you know, all of these things in place. And, yeah, and a lot of big districts, a lot of big districts. So this is not, this is, you know, it's interesting that they're having those conversations because that is a reality for so many youth across the country. Yeah. And does it do anything to curb violence? I
5: don't know.
1: Where do we go with this discussion?
0: (sighs) Yeah, like, what are the next...
1: What are the next steps? We are, we're in 2018. Do we have a midterm election? Yeah. Do you think yeah. this will manifest? You know, the, the kids, the, the teens are like, you know, well, if you don't change the laws, we're going to the voting booths. We're getting, we're mobilizing. Yeah. What effect do you think this will have on Well, on I think, like,
0: the part of the reason that the NRA and, like, guns rights activists have been so successful at keeping any gun control measures from happening is that they really are very politically active. The NRA yeah. actually does not, in terms of money they actually don't spend that much more money than a lot of other big lobbying groups like their power truly is in their messaging and how riled up they can get their supporters Um, but the majority is not with them right so i think that if if those of us who want to see change and want to see this taken seriously and want to see this talked about and some action done on this in congress um, i think we have to have that same energy on this side and i think these these kids are demonstrating that that is possible and if this can sustain i think through 2018 um, we really are starting to see sort of a a more clear partisan divide on this issue that was Mm -hmm. not always true by the way so hopefully that we'll see
1: i want to talk about the point we you know we kind of introduced it earlier but the the disparity between the reaction you know this campaign has raised a whole lot of money celebrities have thrown lots of money at it. Mm-hmm. even oprah donated half a million dollars mm-hmm. to this campaign mm-hmm. but as far as i know has not donated not a single solitary coron to the movement for black lives
5: mm-hmm.
1: what does it say about how we view these these tragedies and the people who are vocal <laughs> about these tragedies this, what message is it sending?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it's not coincidental that the fact that this happened in a somewhat affluent, exactly. white, suburban high school is what's so shocking about this. I think, you know, when people think of, um, when people have thought of guns and shootings in sc- schools, perhaps in the past, maybe they've thought of, oh, well, it's a urban school or what or whatever, right? It was easier to sort of like, separate themselves from it and and when it kind of comes home to a lot of these people i guess that there's a little bit more empathy which is frustrating and unfortunate but i think i think that that's part of why these students are being taken so much more seriously
3: yeah there, these kids in parkland are like really acting as like carbon change like they are really doing everything possible to sort of change this for the better and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's going to take a bunch of you know 16 to 18 year olds to see this this enacted and changed, I mean, why
1: not? Well, and it's not you know it's not to take anything away from the amazing work yeah. that they're doing yeah. to catalyze something that really hasn't been able to been catalyzed in our society. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't been able to rally this much support for you know gun legislation or changes in gun legislation. I, I don't think I've seen it in my lifetime. Right. Yeah. So you know, I think it's really really important but there's so many different levels. Exactly. So many different levels that we have to look at. Right. You know, we have to look at the fact that you know there are high levels of incarceration regarding, mm-hmm. you know, gun crimes Yeah, and, and not even gun violence, just possessing of guns. Yeah. You know, and it disproportionately affects yes. you know poor people, people of color. And we have to systemically look at all those things. Yes. In my opinion, we have to to kind of just go down the list and explore. But yeah. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. Um it's deep let's, let's go to some music to, you know usually we, we have a little right. bit more conversation but i think we should go to some music yeah. now we've got the vocal master coming up what's going on jose what's this vocal master
3: so normally we choose normally one person and we sort of highlight um three songs of theirs but i decided to choose three different women we went with and a and theme they're all, yeah they're all uh women of the 60s 60s soul but they're like lesser known soul singers so the first artist's name is Anna King, who um, the single is Mama's Got a Bag of Her Own. It's sort of like a a response to James Brown's uh Papa's Got a Bag. Um, oh, Gloria know. Jones's Tainted Love, which is the original version of Tainted Love. Ah. Everyone's more familiar with Soft Cell's like electro electro new wave version of the song, but this is the original version done by
5: Ms. Gloria Jones,
3: it's amazing. And then we also have Aretha Franklin's elder sister Ms. Irma Franklin doing her cover of uh, The Doors Light by Fire.
1: Wait, Aretha Franklin has the, wait. She has an yeah. older sister.
3: She has an older sister that was a, a singer. Irma I, Franklin.
1: I had no I had no idea. I mean what she do had Irma? a couple of
3: sisters. Carolyn Franklin wrote Ain't No Way and she also sang Gospel and
2: Aretha, I think I'd like... I don't year. know. I feel like Aretha did something to her t- sisters. T- yeah. Just like, I could be that's, the that's only... Another thing. You can read that in her biography. Is that a... She's <laughs> like, I'm going to be the only bitch doing this. Right. I can't, have, I can't have none of y'all coming up on my... Her and Diana Ross have a lot in common.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Well, I'm excited to hear this music because I think it's a good theme. I like thematic musical breaks instead of, you know, just the one artist. But then sometimes I... I uh, we we do a lot of good artists on here. That's what I'm so excited about, the music, because we have a lot of good music on the show. Right. So coming up, we're going to listen to these tracks from wonderful ladies of the 60s, and then we're going to continue our conversation here on Queer State of Mind. We're getting our podcast up, y'all, finally. After yes, like a year. Come through. We, yeah. Micah <laughs> Thank and you, Micah. Yes, getting these podcasts together. We sorry, y'all. It takes a lot to get podcasts mm-hmm. into queue. So we apologize for any inconvenience <laughs> on the matter. But you can find our podcast on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. You can also come to our website at www.radioqueerminded.com and you can sign up and subscribe there. And if you'd like to listen to more Radio Free Brooklyn, you can take us with you wherever you go. We now have the Radio Free Brooklyn app. You can listen to us live and you can listen to our podcast of various different shows. So you can get that on iTunes and Google Play as well. Just search for Radio Free Brooklyn. You know, I'm trying to talk because I'm trying to get this last music. Exactly.
2: (laughs) if you need me to uh quickly create a like a spotify playlist like i had no, to do no that. the
1: music is up i'm just trying to add this one last promo because you know i'm behind i uh, should have done yeah, it earlier yeah. oh that's what i can talk about so we are going to have our next rfb presents on march 1st which is next thursday we're going to have the lord calverts thurston ray and one of our favorite bands Dietra who's going to be releasing their new video for I'm Out, which is absolutely fabulous. I believe Miss Sadu made a cameo in that video, too. Mm -hmm. So you get to see Miss Sadu up in there. So make sure you come out to that. It's here in Brooklyn at The Well on 272 Meserol Street, right around the corner from Radio Free Brooklyn Studios. Tickets are $10 at the door, and you will be able to advance purchase tickets for $8. So we would love to see you all out there. The show starts at 8 p.m., So make sure you come on out and check it out. It's going to be a really, really good show. So here's some music here on Queer State of Mind. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. To take Queer Minded with you wherever you go Subscribe to our feed at RadioQueerMinded.com Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other Popular podcast networks Just search for Radio Queer Minded Now, let's get back in a queer State of Mind Welcome back to Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free Brooklyn We in here kicking, pouring some champagne Almost missed the cue to get back on the air You can tell that it's been a while, you know, been a while. Be gone for a minute, but now I'm back. It's jump off. So, oh, woo, Okay. Oh, Lord. See, now I'm now I'm just going through this rundown for the second part of the the first hour. (sighs) I know, girl. So the Pentagon has delivered the proposal on transgender service members to President Trump. Um, As you know, there was a tweet. Uh, a couple months back where um, President Trump essentially said you know that we want to prevent or reban um, transgender service personnel from serving in the military and The Pentagon was kind of like, what? We don't know what you're talking about. We had no plans. Yeah, he just kind of went on a Twitter
0: rampage. And they were like, wait, yo, what?
1: (laughs) And so there was like, we actually have to see a policy in place. So apparently that policy is now in place. Um, You know, there's a lot of levels of this discussion uh, for people that serve in the military. It's one of the proudest things that they do and they believe in it. And there's so many people of all... Different races, colors, creeds, backgrounds who serve our country in the armed forces. And with Don't Ask, Don't Tell, we eliminated so many people from being able to serve. But there was really kind of a gray area with regard to people um, of trans experience mm-hmm. um, serving. And because of the classification um, as a mental disorder, then it was, it could be a disqualifying characteristic. Um, then that was changed and now it looks like it might be coming back.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's worth noting that Pentagon officials and higher ups within the military don't want this. Yeah, um, they want trans. You know, they they there are plenty of trans people in the military mm-hmm. who serve their country and serve their country and well. Have served for a long time. Yeah, and so there there's just no real sort of reason to do this. I would say other than to kind of be like, ha ha ha, I'm going to reverse something that obama did it's Mm -hmm. so kind of unnecessary and mean-spirited and petty (laughs) yeah and and they don't want i mean you know what i mean it's not it's not like the pentagon has been asking like oh you know obama made the military you know allow trans individuals it's like no like the military has difficulty recruiting uh as it is and so you know they're really happy to take anyone who wants to serve uh their country i mean why why of all the kind of people to go after for someone who says that he cares so much about our military and our veterans and people who serve. Mm-hmm. This is antithetical to he that. Doesn't.
1: Well, when you have to think about too, where did it come in the context in the timeline? We were coming out of all of these discussions about transgender bathroom bills mm-hmm. and about, you know, whether or not trans people have the right to change their gender, whether or not, you know, we should be making gender neutral bathrooms, mm-hmm. whether or not trans people should get benefits from the government to mm-hmm. have Gender confirmation surgeries. Mm-hmm. So we were having all of these discussions, and it seems like this was just a way because this is something that the base felt. Yeah, and, and you know, and if you look at kind of the reporting from that arena, those things were very controversial. Yeah. Um. So it seems like it's just one of those ways to say, "Hey, we'll do this without actually consulting."
0: Yeah. With without actually yeah, <laughs> taking <laughs> into yeah. account um, what that actually Protocol. means and what the yeah. implications are. Um, but a decision apparently hasn't been made yet mm-hmm. Like you know after he went on this Twitter storm the Pentagon then You know had to put together some kind of Proposal that I guess that they're bringing to him So nothing has sort of come down Officially officially yet But I wouldn't be Too optimistic uh, like- Um, I mean yeah I mean it's just reinstated Like you know what I mean I think Yeah I think yes uh, under the Trump administration um, I think it's it could definitely happen, but again, it's it doesn't, the, the leaders at the Pentagon, this isn't something that they want, so mm-hmm. there might be some way to strike some kind of deal that says, okay, people who are already serving can continue to serve, but we're not going to en- enlist any new, um, you know, trans individuals or, or whatever it mm-hmm. may be, but it sounds like, again, this is just one of those cultural sort of battlegrounds that doesn't, you know, people who are actually involved don't really care but as you said his Mm -hmm. base and a certain contingent of this country is just like yeah you know get those people out of the military and it's like oh okay
1: (laughs) right like other things anyway yes so in bermuda girl i was reading this reading up on this um the government has decided to overturn um allowing same-sex marriage i think they still allow civil unions yes civil partnerships Yeah, civil partnerships but um as far as I know, this is the first country to reverse it is. same-sex marriage after it's been instituted. Um, and Bermuda is a big tourist destination. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that there was a boost to their economy from you know the gays wanting to go get married because there's not very many places um, like the island nations where you can mm. have a same-sex marriage. So what does this kind of decision mean for other countries does it do you think it'll roll into you know here i feel like we have these marriage rules kind of solidified now after the Obergfeld decision but that doesn't mean that congress can't pass a new law
0: yeah yeah i mean i think uh, i I think that rights can always be taken away which is kind of scary but i mean i Mm -hmm. think we see that with something like roe v wade which was i mean what 30 40 years ago I mean a long time ago long and there are still ago. pushes like very active pushes to reverse that so mm-hmm. I think that it's certainly possible that that could also happen if sort of the momentum on that side um change I think the thing that makes me hopeful at least in this country is that as sort of a cultural talking point um gay marriage is no longer that there really was th- more of a shift culturally and how the culture viewed gay marriage all it felt overnight it wasn't overnight but it felt like suddenly the majority of people were like no this is ridiculous like <laughs> let you know people mm. marry who they want to marry um mm. but you know who knows i don't know I, I do think anything is possible and so it just shows you that you have to be vigilant That's you have to keep you have to cool. stay involved you have to pay attention because it, it usually happens kind of slowly mm. where things slowly get rolled back and then next thing you know it's like wait well, we and already fought this battle.
1: We kind of had, you know, we we lived through this cultural re- rev- revolution mm-hmm. because same-sex marriage is new to our generation. Yeah, like It didn't exist before our generation. And it really isn't as widespread as we would like it yeah. to be, yeah. or we would think it is. You know, there's still many countries around the world who don't allow, you know, any type of recognition yeah. of same-sex relationships. So, you know, it's just interesting to kind of see that reversal, that kind of change... After we feel like it's like one step forward and one step back, yeah, you know, Um, and it is possible. Anything's possible here, you Mm -hmm. know, or or other countries, you know, where these marriage laws have been enacted or Supreme Court decisions have been made. Mm -hmm. I believe in Bermuda it was a a Supreme Court decision that many people in Bermuda oppose. So it it's interesting that we have to still kind of have these discussions about the rights of individuals, yeah, you know. what do you think about the idea that it's still something that is debatable? You know, the idea that, that your right to get married as the same sex individual or as a person who, you know, is marrying somebody of the same sex is still up for discussion.
3: I mean, <clears throat> for me, I think it's a generational thing. Mm-hmm. At, at a certain point in time, the people who have this sort of perspective is a very crude way to say they will die off Mm -hmm. they will no longer be here and but until then we sort of have to deal with this sort of group that just shrinks and shrinks every year that doesn't you know want gay marriage
1: well the you know i feel like there's still there are still people in this in our generation yeah. that are anti same sex marriage you know we're it's not that we're not then, hopefully dying anytime soon you know um yeah and it is because it's learned behavior right. you know it's learned exactly. behavior now maybe these kids these 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 gen zers right. are are over it and yeah. they see because they've seen you know they've seen their uncles and their aunties and yeah. their you know their parents Gay best friends, yeah, right. no, or just their friends, or their friends. That really yeah.
0: is, right. I think, like the big defining difference is that when you actually know people that oh, yeah. they're your friends, they're your coworkers, they're your family members, they're part members of your community, mm-hmm. it's so much harder to, yeah. and you don't see them as an other. That's exactly. what happened
1: in Australia. They did a very big campaign, like, look, like you know us. We yeah, are, we're your, you know. I remember there was this video that went viral about this woman talking to her grandma. And it's just like, well, what do you think about, you know, marriage equality, grandma? And she's like, well, I don't know, blah, blah, religion. She's like, but but I want to get married, you know, yeah. I want to marry a woman. And so it's very important. These personal relationships, these close-knit ties help people to see beyond the other. Yes. You know, it's not about that group over there wanting special rights. It's like my loved one wants the same thing that I have. They yeah. want to be able to fulfill their destiny just like I can
0: and someone else gaining rights doesn't take away rights from others no, and I think that's that that, not how <laughs> rights work right? I mean, but, but that's a <laughs> that's real perception think, yeah. is like it's like women zero sum game you know, people yeah. of color and people in the LGBT community are gaining something and that means I'm losing something and it's like it doesn't have it's not zero sum it's, it's like right. we just want these very we basic want equality, uh, yeah. we want equality literally equality we already got yeah.
2: <laughs> but equality for some people is oppression
0: mm, you know yeah. to them so they believe like, yeah well
2: well <laughs>
1: Let's talk about the Olympics, (laughs) y'all. It's almost over. The 2018 Olympics in Pyeongchang are about to end. I think they end tomorrow. Um, One of the things that has been very interesting about this Olympic discussion, um, other than the whole North Korea, South Korea getting along for 18 days, is the (laughs) idea that Adam Rippon has been such a kind of visible it's, it's, you know, I remember when gay Olympians were not allowed to be gay, mm-hmm. you know, like Greg Louganis was not allowed to be out. He didn't come out until much later. We didn't have a lot of gay Olympians, you know, in the forefront. And now we have Adam Rippen being his very gay self, just being as <laughs> gay as he want to be all over the television. And apparently now, after saying that he wouldn't meet with Mike Pence over his perceived anti-LGBT stances he's now going to take a phone call with him.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Do you think he should take that phone call? No. I want
2: him to take the phone call and be like, look, sis, just go ahead and come out and be yourself. Stop <laughs> being so damn hateful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mike Pence is really, I think on this issue, on uh, the LGBT issue in particular, is one of like the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think he might be a little classier sounding than Trump or better spoken than Trump, more eloquent than Trump. But he, I think, really does not believe in, like, the humanity, like, the fundamental humanity of members of this community. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why engage with <laughs> that? Yeah. Right? I mean, I that's that's my opinion. I don't think.
2: But maybe it's like, I think Adam's maybe taking the call to, like, tell him off or tell him about himself in I mean, in yeah, maybe. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it could yeah.
0: potentially be, like, a productive yeah. Yeah. conversation. Yeah. That would be the ideal situation. But it could also be sort of Mike Pence trying to look like he's all well and good and patting himself on the back or, you know what I mean? It could be also exploited and used to make him look less, I don't know, terrible.
1: Well, it's, you know, it's interesting that we're, this is able to foster in this environment, right? We have an out gay athlete Mm -hmm. who has challenged the vice president of the United States on his anti-gay stance so much so that now there's some sort of dialogue that has to happen. Yeah. um, Because we, we've seen it. It's been in the public, you know, this kind of, Twitter war or whatever has become a part of national discourse, yeah. and that says something. You yeah, know? that does absolutely. Say something. Um, as far as Adam remember, I personally, I'm a Gus Kenworthy fan. You know, if I had to choose one, but <laughs> you ain't hear that from me. <laughs> um, ooh, okay, y'all. So, see what had happened was was the NBA All Star game happened. I didn't watch. I don't watch the NBA All Star game personally. I don't got time for that, but. I was scrolling down my Facebook (laughs) feed, and who the girls were getting Miss Fergie
2: together. (laughs) Listen.
1: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) All she needed was the right music. All she needed was like a jazzy, like She didn't have the right
1: accompaniment? Is that what it is? Yeah, someone
2: remixed it, and it actually sounded okay. Uh Uh-huh. And it sounded great, but it sounded okay. I mean,
1: (laughs) so she wanted to put her own little spin on the Star Spangled Banner. Give it a little something. Some bluesy, jazzy, sultry something. Honey. I ain't seen nobody drag for their national anthem that bad since Roseanne. Yeah. Sang yeah. Yeah. The, was about it about that Was it the World Series? Wasn't Roseanne supposed to be
2: terrible? She's Roseanne. Roseanne can't She just
3: off-key, and then she spat on the picture She spat, on yeah. No? She's done with it. Mm. It's actually... Quite funny to watch. Right? <laughs> you should Google it whenever <laughs> you. <laughs> do you
1: have you all seen the Saturday Night Live clip with um
2: Maya R- mm-hmm. Rudolph?
1: Yeah, Maya mm-hmm. Rudolph. And she like basically mm-hmm. incorporates all the different ways that you could say the stuff. That's what it reminded me of when I saw it. I'm like, oh, she's doing a nod to Maya Rudolph. Which is not how that's supposed
2: to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean But I
1: didn't think I mean maybe she is a little bit off key. Maybe she's a little bit, you know, a little bit weird, but I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't
0: think it was that. I kind of feel bad for Fergie because I just am like, listen, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't great. But, <laughs> you ha- you know, she's singing live. She's Fergie. Like, she's not a singer-singer. I mean, Ooh. I don't know. I don't I don't think of Fergie as like a Mm-mm. vocal she's powerhouse. Not, no. She ain't no Whitney ain't gonna be Whitney. Yeah, so it's just, I'm like, okay, guys. Like, yes, it was a little... Well,
4: I don't, I don't know if she was sober, honestly. Right, was, That's like, what I think because it sounded end, she like she was like, <laughs> at our karaoke thing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. At the end, she was like, "Now let's play some ball," and it's like, mm, no, <laughs> no, no. And all the basketball players, I don't know if you saw they their were faces.
1: Um, oh <laughs> no, God. there was so much shade, and then I saw like Jimmy Kimmel. He was trying not to say. laugh. He was trying <laughs> not to laugh. He was like, <laughs> <And> <laughs> but did you? Okay, so I saw the video where um, Cardi B was that actually Cardi B or was that like a? Um, did they make that up? Like I feel like she was like kind of rocking. Like did she I looked like she was on the sidelines, but I don't know if that was really her or if they just like I mixed in the video cuz the mm-hmm. internet, you know, they be playing tricks. Yeah, no,
4: she was th- I think she was at like the All-Star game and like mm-hmm. dancing, but I don't think it was during. Oh, okay.
1: That time. They okay. Probably matched they the matched team. it up. See, that's why the internet you can't trust it. <laughs> you really you can't. can't.
2: Trust it. You really can't.
1: But do you think that she deserved the internet dragging that no. she got? No.
3: No, I mean it's it's one of those things where it's like so she's sang a bad version
2: of the right. mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really not into like the culture. Like I'm not into the culture of outrage and I'm not into the culture yeah. of dragging. Yeah. yeah. Either I or. Agree. It's just kind of like. It's and just she had to like much.
0: issue an apology. I'm like girl you don't have to issue an apology. That's ridiculous. That's mm-hmm. like issuing an official apology for singing. And I think
2: that's when people really started to feel like bad for her. Like oh no girl. I'm like it's okay. It's all. Right. It's all right. It's gonna. It's gonna pass. It
1: just ain't that. It wasn't. It ain't that bad. Yeah. Like it ain't that bad. Like you did a job. You know. Yeah. It wasn't. You no,
2: know, Fergie has always been a little extra. You remember when she was like, I think on NBC Today or Good Morning America Windows doing cartwheels while she was singing, trying to do ables. I was like, really?
1: Bitch? I love. I mean, I lo- I like the Black Eyed Peas. You know, I like <clears throat> Fergie. I like when she. I like Fergie.
2: When- I do like Fergie. Oh. <laughs>
3: What <laughs> your face? You How many people like... here bought Double Duchess? That was her, like her last album that came
2: out. What like two I didn't did, listen. I oh, listened to it. she had an album that came out <laughs> Look at that. Most people It came album. out like in September, like late. No one. Summer, early fall. Uh, but I wrote. And it. I
1: heard she was not. To, I mean, I'm not to gossip, but I heard she might be breaking up with Josh De- 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 Demel. I think that they are broken. They broken up. I thought so too.
2: Did they get back together? I don't. She's know. Just I don't.
1: Dumb, he... She having a rough dumb. time. She dealing For with their low album sales. You know, losing that Listen, fine she waited ass too man. Long.
2: She she shouldn't. I feel like she shouldn't went back to Black Eyed Peas. I feel like even though Black Eyed Peas came back with the end album and they got like Boom Boom Pal and I'm a a Bee and I got a feeling like all those songs were number one hits. Like they dominated the Billboard Hot 100 in 2009. Like majority of weeks, like they were number one. Mm-hmm. Um, between those three songs or among those three songs. Uh, and then they did the Super Bowl. But even with that, I feel like she waited too long to come back with, like, her own, like, solo music. Oh, and maybe she yeah. shouldn't have went back to Blackout piece because you've already kind of, like, well, and cemented your solo
1: in the min- In the kind of, you know, in that transition, because we've had such changes in how music popularizes. Exactly. Since exactly. she was I mean, most popular, like, so different now. Honestly,
3: it's the hard Dutchess for... came out in what, oh, 2006. Three? Oh, wow. 2006. And to be honest with you,
2: Gwen <laughs> Stefani, I don't think it's selling like how she used to sell either. They no. both waited too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
1: well, they, and you, when you wait that long, you have to re-promote you're not, yourself and you're
2: re-introduce
1: a, yourself
3: to the audience. Exactly. But the well, thing is, I feel like all females of a certain exactly, age are exactly incurring I, a lot of difficulty navigating. Uh, the music. Exactly. The music. I was yeah. here to
2: say, I was here to say when you're not a generic, you know, white boy who can just come back with an album every seven years like somebody we know. Um you girl, know no one bought that album either so I don't even know what I, you're but, talking but about. But it was number one. No one it was still <laughs> number one. Um, no one bought white <laughs> Oh, I know who y'all talk like about. Yeah girl, you
1: no. know who I was yeah, talking I know about. You, talk you about. knew who I was so uh-huh.
3: talking about and he's uh-huh. also <laughs> being dragged left and right on is, social media. Like people are really I mean, like throwing him under the bus now. Like, before, you should be it's a, like little a small population of people. Right. But I like mean, now that bus like, is a little yeah, bit made, actually, If you yeah. ask me. <laughs> but about, mean, what, 10
2: years later? Right, exactly. I mean, Jenna Jackson's is sitting back, uh, sipping her tea. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm still a pop legend. Uh,
1: right. Legendary. <laughs> All right. Well, we coming up on the next hour. I can't believe we've already gone through one hour when we yes. come back. Um, we are gonna talk about Who we think Should have been singing The national anthem Cause we didn't get to that part Plus we are gonna talk about Our pop culture tidbits We got a whole bunch of stuff You see you got your Janelle Monae sh- shirt on Janelle Monet Is having a good week honey mm-hmm. And we are gonna talk about Drag Race Girl I finally caught up On Drag Race I'm glad some of the queens I don't like are gone Already Damn. But then they might be Coming back Girl, you know There's that whole um, it's weird I don't it understand thing. Yeah yeah. nobody understands, yeah, it. nobody understands it. It's making me not to want to watch extra. that show But when we come back <laughs> we'll talk about all that And more thank you for listening to Queer State of Mind Here on Radio Free Brooklyn we'll be back in just A few moments This is Queer State of Mind Live on Radio Free Brooklyn New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk Powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to QueerStateofMindNYC at gmail.com. Hello, Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to Queer State of Mind Live. It is 1 p.m. in our studio on Bushwick. How you doing? I have not been back in so long i'm Hello. so happy to be with y'all here in the studio got all the girls and well not all the girls because miss sadu ain't here she living her best life in philly hey girl hey. hope you listening and miss micah too miss mike oh micah in
4: philly too yeah she
1: left with oh they yeah. went together bitch yeah. you never invite me on these motherfucking trips they don't. But you know um, right, i'm not, right. gonna right. not gonna be salty about it not gonna be salty
2: about it so yeah. yes. We Real, got a whole bunch of stuff coming up in this next hour. Really quick. Uh, just a special shout out to Savannah Barker, politics editor at Tilt for coming through.
1: Yes. We she, thank l- you for having she me. No so <laughs> great she, so finna-
2: g- she finna be laid up in the hotel room. <laughs> Ooh. Well,
1: I see what she finna be laid up in when I ain't mad at you. Why do you put
2: her business out here? Let her <laughs> be put <good laughs> Everybody's business at that show is about putting business people business but out. And really you know and you know our boss is listening too, so out some tea about me a time or two. Oh, oh, oh,
1: what, Ooh, what oh, oh oh yeah that would be funny. Well you girl yeah see I don't I don't let but they, those... but
2: they know that they know that part wasn't me. Yeah, uh, they know that. That's the joke. Oh they do, the... they do know
1: that <sighs> y'all act like y'all ain't been up on Craigslist before. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ. Anyway so <laughs> coming up in Orado we're gonna talk about RuPaul we're gonna talk about Queer Eye because I'm still mad y'all ain't probably seen it. But then I ain't seen um, Black Panther. So y'all can come ahead Ooh, and drag yeah. me. See what ha- happened
3: was. No, mm-hmm. see what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. We me, I might have been kicked hear. out uh, so, the, of the show no. the last half hour. Are there, there no theaters in the Hudson Valley I, show in it, girl? Well, <laughs> they got no, like, they don't got I no mean, 2 that p.m. that day. That might be the
2: case. They ain't got no 2 p.m. that day. No, no. Okay, okay,
1: okay. So, like, I work in, you know, I usually have, like, sometimes I have 10, 11-hour days. And then I don't want to be paying no $12 to sit up in the theater to fall asleep.
5: Truth Wait is a minute.
1: I'm it's $12
3: high. to go to movies up there? Exactly. You know what? It's
4: $12
1: to go to movies <laughs>
3: you know, everywhere. No. Yeah. It's, no it's, it's, it's like not. $25 here. Right. Huh? Right. It's like $25 to see a movie here. In New it really York. is. It is. It's you go to one of the expensive theaters oh, oh, with like to, the um, massage chairs sh-
4: and shit no even regular movies here are like 17 i, 15. Yeah. I used to work uh, in a movie theater
1: bucks. and i would never no. pay no set no when i get I, that I, movie i, pass. That to I always DVD. do a double oh feature. yeah me too i
4: yeah. just always just it that. takes forever it's though smart. Where my motherfucking we movie used to pass love set, chasing
1: people down that would do that like we see when you go into your first movie Listen, we know you ain't buying no tickets for that second movie. that's why
4: they have those assigned seats now mm-mm, mm-hmm. mm-mm. well let's get
1: on to this throwback track girl what we got coming up
3: um, I chose uh, Real McCoy's Automatic Lover Like I was just like Going through my iTunes I'm like I want something Nostalgically 90s That mm, Not many people probably know So I was like Real McCoy Yes Okay well, Let's get with this
1: Real McCoy Automatic Lover Right here on Queer State of Mind Welcome back to Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free. I'm here. Brooklyn. <laughs> she was out the studio living her best
2: life. Okay. These cookies are good. <laughs> yeah.
1: They're not being eaten in the studio. They're not. Yeah, just in case somebody listening, they're not being eaten in the studio. For real, for real.
2: They really ain't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the one that was already in my mouth don't count. Uh Ooh. That's what he said.
1: Anyway. Ooh. So let's continue our conversation about best national anthem performances, which apparently Fergie's was not. What do you think was the best performance of national
2: anthem? I really like Marvin Gaye's. Mm-hmm. I don't remember like what year or where he was performing. It looked like it was a basketball game, I think, but mm-hmm. it was everything. I'll have to share the clip on our Facebook page in the next few weeks sometime. Um, <laughs> He's of
4: vocals up. That's a classic. He did. Yeah. It's funny, my I used to wake up to that song every morning. That was like my my alarm clock when I was in high school. It was your bodak yellow, basically. Me and my mom. So yeah, bodak. Oh yes. What? I Have
2: you how to compare? Wait, I'm confused. No, I wake up to bodak yellow. Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course you do. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, that's how I became deputy. Uh, well, well, true.
3: I guess. I mean, Whitney's is considered the greatest of all. Time, yeah. So I did yeah. that, but Cher actually has a really good rendition of the track, like in. It was like post-believe, so it either had to be like ninety-nine or two thousand. She's singing oh. one of the Super Bowls, or whatever,
5: mm. and mm.
3: she did a very good rendition because people were like, "Well, is she actually going to sing live? Is she going to use auto tune?" And she really delivered
5: it.
2: Yeah,
3: so, she's like, "This is I'm, I'm, I'm all about a good. <laughs> I'm all about a good. In demo,
2: case so.
1: you forgot, I'm
5: sharing. Sure. Sometimes
2: you yeah. have to let these bitches right. know in Ooh. case these hoes forgot. Uh
1: huh. I've been sharing this video with like all these tracks from nineteen ninety eight, and it just took me back because, like, nineteen ninety eight, I was like a sophomore, junior in high school. And like that's when Believe came out in 1998. Bye. And like All Saints, like there was just so many oh, good tracks. Yeah. So there was so many, and it Are was it was peak MTV. Like life, oh, TRL, it was, like that, that home to watch that TRL. 1997 to
2: 2001 era of TR the MTV. MTV that days. was the, it. Was the they just don't know, They'll and never they, know. they
1: will never know the glory. <laughs>
2: Like, if you, like you wa- had pop queens like, you know, mm-hmm. Janet and Madonna coming back with new albums and shit. And then you had, you know, like the... Ray of Light. Ray of Light is 20 years old this
1: yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my
5: God.
2: Oh, I got to And Ray of Light that. was everything. It really was. She was just like, I'm still Madonna, bitch. i going to back. And, and she
1: didn't have to make a track saying, bitch. She's just like, you know. Exactly. I, she just made oh, good music. That was a good, shade.
2: <laughs> 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 that was really good, shade. I oh. always think about that song. Like, why she make that Why she make song? that damn song? And that video is just... Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Which one, bitch? I'm Madonna. Bitch. It's like we know you're Madonna. <laughs> we
1: know <laughs> you're the one to keep reminding us, right? But no, that was such. It was such a period of good music, Ridiculous. and I think maybe it was just like you are no I was my. I know it was my teenage years, so that's when I was like, you know, I was listening to a lot of pop music. I was listening, you know, kind of in that
3: mode. But everything could be pop, though.
5: Yeah. So you mean yeah, you had like in, R&B. The, in the night
3: from the tail end of like '95 into the early '00s, like you had you know people in the ra- you, you had rap groups and oh yeah in pop, you had you had alternative it's top it was, 40 was super It was very diverse yeah it's, it's much more diverse than what it is now so that's which like is when, interesting when people yeah. listen to pop now i'm just like it's not really it's
5: the
2: no, same, same thing it's, it's not, not. It's either, no, well, like, it represented either, really what was
1: popular and like right, you
3: could have yeah. a, a summer jam
1: that was like super like the amazing. boy is mine was the biggest song of the summer oh, of 98 oh yeah you know that right
2: the boy, is my that because that's and that's the fucking epic track. The, the, <laughs> the following year, it was genie in a bottle. Uh huh. Oh. Uh huh.
4: Ex Tina. Yeah. Yes. Before the chainsaw stir. <laughs>
2: <Ooh. laughs> my bad. They do got you, got you chainsaw throat. Scream Tina and Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. but i fuck with them in 99 well they were
1: all like there was all there was a pe- i mean there was the boy band period yeah, yeah. we had mm-hmm. you know we had nsync we had backstreet boys we had 98 degrees to a lesser extent yeah you okay. know we had <laughs> you even had like the still... U- you even had the uk group and it was there was and there was still there was a lot of uk presence in music and then you had yeah. like the birth of like what I consider modern like dance music You had all the different types mm-hmm. of Like you had the trance You had the house Really yeah, coming mainstream yeah. Before it like got like You know Kind of Girl, modernized if I was, Under EDM
2: if, if I was a lot I, I mean if I was of age During that time I would, I would have got impregnated off a few house tracks. Anyhow.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, and you know,
1: and like that was like, well, that was the period. They were like,
2: finally.
1: Yeah. So that was the period when I started going to the club. Oh. You know, we started going to the club mm-hmm. about
2: 1999, 2000. We were sneaking okay. with oh my God. credit cards. Mm-hmm. Say that we were- you were, you basically heard like Thunderpuss remix of It's Not Right, I, it's, yes, but it's okay. Like, first, that was,
3: I when oh. I first started going out, I was still not, I was, I think, 17 17 yeah i was 17 that's what 18 did. exactly and there were places <laughs> yeah. in miami that you could go out to yeah that they just would mm. never id you right no it changed because they weren't
2: little twinks in there but you
3: would hear it like yeah i remember when i'd first go out it would be it's not right it's okay mm-hmm. um this really weird club remix Let's of stings so desert good. rose but it was oh, like it was massive so it was so massive
5: right. yeah, yeah, yeah
3: um it was i don't i shouldn't <laughs> do that on the air yeah. I should and i'm trying to think of that. like what other like what other like defining songs are um, like my gay youth? And uh, like I said it last week, Anastasia's I'm Out of Love. Like, uh-huh. that
1: was, yes, that's a good, okay. Oh, I was jamming to no, that a there few was, weeks ago. there was really the club, the vocal club tracks Seydu talks up and down about the vocal house. Like right. the vocal house
2: scene was lit mm. then. Yes. We didn't really know anything about it. JC Kim Mazelle, yes. Anastasia, do Fox, Alternate Do like, we still have that? Like, I mean, I know it's not as popular, but do we still have that? Because, you know, what? everyone has what like a mean? whiny, whiny voice. Yeah. Where? So
1: ED, like was, as it, as it has become branded as <laughs> Look, like EDM we definitely uh, have very standard it's very homogenized homogenized voices yeah. and there's an absence of what really brought you know vocal house down was that it was these really fierce beats and these powerful Vocals. mostly right. black vocal right, right. And it, like came from like School of Gospel, that came, I, like, right.
2: I, like, I like how you say it, mostly black. Mostly, mostly, <laughs> well, but I mean, there were some. No, there youth. were some girls that yeah. were
1: doing it. You know, it didn't have yeah. to be like. Because Robin had some great club mixes right, too right. back in the day, like Show Me Love, like during the Show Me Love because, era. I mean,
2: oh, I let's be honest, you know, but you Robin have people kind of like, like
1: you know, we adopt her. You have people yeah,
2: people like Janet Jackson who don't have the voice but still have vocals. They mm-hmm. still bring the vocals, you know, and, and you know. Know. who also experimented with house and club. Yeah, even within her albums. And literally, Janet Jackson did every single genre of music in the nineties. I think she has. Succeeded at it yeah. That Janet album Actually like You're right It's like It's seamless goes, It goes it.
3: from New Jack Swing To Quiet Storm It had grunge in there House It had a little bit of grunge in there Modern opera Like it's She's just She's the shit
2: oh. The funky big band That's my shit The funky big band That is my big <laughs>
1: I don't even know what to say about that.
4: That's my track. I miss power vocals, though. Yeah. And, like, good ballads. Mm
3: I know, What's sad is there are people who can do those sort of power vocals. It's like Jennifer Hudson is... They're watering
4: themselves down to fit in. And they they don't, don't, yeah. It's just... Yeah.
2: They have no choice but to. Because, like, people like. Because if not, they wouldn't have that's a That's the one other. thing I, I, don't like about I don't like about those animations. don't like them anymore. Mm. <laughs> well,
1: because yeah. they, they like a very narrow. That and the oh, hypersensitivity. So there yeah. is a level yeah. of, like,
2: hypersensitivity.
1: Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, and I think, too, like. We've seen every like subgenre kind of create this homogenized form of itself, yeah, whether yeah. it's rap yeah. or rock or country. Mm-hmm. Like you almost don't hear about those like you know that higher tier of subgenre because it's all kind of
3: lumped, mm, in, lumped yeah, into one. Yeah, yeah.
4: One thing though, I will say is like our generation and what is it, Generation Z now, yeah. are very much so into like very niche, small like followings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like if you find like an artist like. There's, like, crazy, like, yeah. fan bases and fan yeah, yeah, armies yeah. for these this people now. This is the era of, like, fan armies, for real, like, for real. Like, yeah. for real, like, ride or die. Like, I, I like, just went to a concert for Division. Mm-hmm. Uh, this How past, was it? Oh, it was by far one of the best concerts <laughs> I've ever gone to. Like, I've never gone to a concert and heard someone, like, sing better in the concert than they sound on an album. Burn. He, yeah. like, Daniel Daly, I just, I can't. I'm ready to marry him. I'll drop my panties right now. Like, Oof. I'm ready. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you heard know it. who
2: he is
4: you need to look them up they're a duo there's a singer there's
2: a producer and ask her Division. best friend okay. ask her best friend I know she can pop her coochie cause oh, she be doing oh, it so Daniel oh, Daly what's his name we were <laughs> talking about
1: you dick rubbing earlier so oh, okay. I don't know why you gonna call oh, thank all her you. business oh, oh. I sure the fuck, fuck was out. huh uh huh uh-huh.
4: shout out
2: to you know who you are ooh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send him this, uh, part two a we need a remix can I send him this we do need a remix mm-hmm. he know we need a remix he know we've been texting anyways Ah, ah. <clears throat> good day. What's the next topic?
1: I don't know. We'll see. You, we can
2: we can keep talking about the nineties. You, you put deals. in a,
1: the, the in the rundown. There's not a break for the, There's like twelve fifty nine, and then it goes all the way to one twenty. So I, don't I, know. I think i, I think put I'm break at, music in there no there's break music it just i just got confused because i was going uh, down no, no i no. think we wasn't supposed to talk about fergie until the second no, 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 hour no, but it's fine
2: Aww. it's fine it's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. It's no fine. i mean because I, it's like it the second people. hour it's like pop culture so yeah. you know we can talk about that for days so. we, we really we sorry really, y'all yeah. we always break in the fourth fall <laughs> <laughs> i could have swore i could have with ori back we wasn't gonna do it no i just do that stuff all the time how does it feel to
1: be back ori um, it's really you know it feels like home.
4: Yeah, like She's real home. comfortable too. I was you like, know.
1: bitch, go ahead, and take that seat back. Go ahead <laughs> take it back mm-hmm. uh, I'm so to feel like a break. Yes, Mrs. no Mrs. it's Sire. very good to be back. I I missed coming here every Saturday for three years almost. This was mm-hmm. like what I did. You know, I was I'm right here. I was here. missing out all this time. Oh. Oh. We, I here. was tried. missing out.
2: Like she, it took her a year to get my ass on the show. Let <laughs> me tell
1: you about <laughs> trying to get her. So first of all, you know, we all shout out to Keny J. We all thank Kini J. Hey, CUNY. We was all in that entrepreneur journalism class. Shout out to Jeremy
2: Kaplan. Jeremy Kaplan. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Hey Jeremy has. <laughs> like, you, you know, that he would like, be hilarious. He love likes Jeremy. Startup hey, Jeremy. well things. This was yeah. actually
1: my startup proposal. yeah, was, yeah. You know, queer minded Christian was my oh, startup yeah, proposal. Yeah, yeah, and so we, you know, we are all we kind of met in that class and like deron and I were introduced. Because she was supposed to be my legacy. You know, oh, right. I was the grand diva mm-hmm. oh. and she yeah. was the up and coming. <laughs> so I are mean, so the, the house mother and she's exactly. <laughs> Right, right, right. And so, you know, we were introduced and it's like, oh yeah, mm, I see her. <laughs> her. and then Miss Teron too because Miss Teron was yes. the new girl yes, she was our Chi Chi but she's not Chi Chi she's much better than that But she was kind of our Chi Chi ooh yeah,
5: she,
0: she, she is Chi Chi oh right. my god now she very much more now she's graduated now she's now she now won right. Miss Gay America bitch uh, traveling
1: yeah. all
2: of the shout yeah. out to Miss Teron okay. yeah Teron she is way more she thing. made sure I life one
4: fleek when I went out for my graduation walk let's Teron's hair
2: like who told her to be out here rocking these hairstyles I'm like bitch I probably miss Badu bitch right
1: You're right. You're right. Hello. But yeah, so we met back then, and then I was like, girl, you need to come on the show. You need to come on the show. I do this LGBT show. It's for us. You need to come on. She's like, I got time. I got all this stuff. I got school. I got la la la. I got la la. I got in Brooklyn. Brooklyn." She was all (laughs) the way up in the cut. Mm. In Harlem, mm-hmm. which you don't travel down that far. I understand. <laughs> right. you know. Your ass was living in Harlem. I in Harlem. was in East Harlem, <laughs> yeah. but I could just get on a fag, come down, in, and we were deeper. And this was before we moved into our grand new studio. Right. Um, this is when we were in the bike shop. You know, you had to take a, bus I miss that rain, shop though. a couple buses and pray to Jesus Ooh. to get there. Make it in on there. Right. Ooh. Right. I did miss it one time. I was late. Speaking of which, are we going <laughs> to
2: um, go to Bushwick Puppet House afterwards? Because I need my espresso martini. I told him I would give him a shout out every chance I get on the air. I mean,. <laughs> We can. How far is it from here? I got I gotta get ready for this. Parties. Oh yeah.
1: I gotta water oh, stuff. Not the, birthday. Hey. Yes. not the parties. I gotta get ready. I gotta make the food because you know you can't have black folks off without no food. Oh, really? Right, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, huh? You going I'm gonna make some Me, espresso martini. <laughs> and I'll get it from your place. <laughs> you, I know I'm not no. Okay. I, you the extra. Um I'm gonna make some pinwheels Ooh, and probably no. have some um, have a make cheese or have a vegetable tray. You have some. What's right. kind of <laughs> well, she gonna say? I'm about thinking about make some chicken wings. I'm probably gonna make some chicken wings. Some caviar. Yeah, not I have no caviar. <laughs> I was gonna have a cheese plate, but I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on cheese. Yeah. So Eddie's gonna make a cheese bowl, like a cheese. Hey, dip. Eddie. Mm. And hey, he's working right now. I don't know if he's listening. Um, But yeah So you know I would tell y'all To come through But we can't have That many people in the house So if you exactly. got the invite Come on through If you didn't Well You see the pictures On Instagram <laughs> <Bitch>. Hello <laughs> But no It's been I really great us. Being back I really I really miss it I try to tune in Whenever I can If I'm not out exactly. You know In the field Talking to people I turn it on in the car yeah. Begin my life That's why I had to call In the last couple weeks I was She like, did I, I was had, saying, I had man, to have something to say
2: You were like Whitney Houston Off I of got to be real She's like I'm just gonna pop in For <laughs> <Yep>. something <laughs>
6: <laughs> hello, hello.
2: <laughs> but I can't wait till you have your Saturdays off. Uh, <coughs> me.
1: me uh, <laughs> well, you're going to have to wait about 18 more months for that. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I'm locked Ooh. into Saturdays for a minute. Damn. So. Oh, my gosh. So, oh, yeah. Let's talk about Miss Janelle Monet. I didn't know. She's releasing a new album. Mm-hmm. She did got two songs. She's living her bisexual life,
3: apparently. Well, I mean, um, I've I've watched both videos.
2: I'm not sure the first video, especially for I'm blanking on the name of the track. Yeah. It's the one that's kind of like inspired by Zendaya Zendee. What's his name? Zendaya. Not 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 Jadina. Jindina. J- Jindina. Jindina. No. Oh, I'm not, so I was fine. like confused. I'm like, he's how does so that fine. work? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've combined his name with Zendaya. Oh, she's been
4: dating Tessa Thompson. Yeah, yeah that's what they're alluding oh, Neither, Either one of them have
3: confirmed what they Yeah, it's the rumor. rumor. They've uh, seen, and rumor. they've been seen together for quite well, some they're time. Both very beautiful, at award so. shows and stuff Exactly. Like that. They could but, um, just be besties. But. Yeah. Janelle has sort of alluded, you know, the question of whether she is bisexual or a lesbian has come up in many of interviews for her. Don't it, put Janelle Money in a box. Exactly. I think that's what exactly. she's She's saying. always never answered. She's always come mm-hmm. up with a clever way. Like she goes, she. I think once they asked her, she point blankly said, androids don't have a sexuality mm. or something like that. Like she'd always just find a way. And I sort of like that. But I feel like, you know, from what I've read of what she's done for this record, this record is extremely personal to her. She's talking about a lot of things that she hasn't talked about. So this could be sort of her... Melissa Etheridge esque, yes I am moment to whether she is. Oh, shout out to that's she, who I forgot to talk
1: about. I forgot to talk about Melissa Etheridge in our like '90s segment because I love me some. I Melissa love Etheridge. me. I love
3: me some good female. Yes. Songwriter.
1: and we had such good, good Come ones. Good ones.
3: Well, a, we, we, like, had, we featured her as a vocal master like two or three weeks
1: ago. Yeah, wait, I missed the week that you featured
3: Melissa yeah. Etheridge yes. as a vocal master. I'll send you the tracks though. Please yeah.
1: do. No, I love her. I also love. Well, and we had like I love like the rockering women like yeah. her and women we had.
2: And Fucking. Um, who was that black woman who used to be in like in a group or something like that? Dionne Ferris who, who? Yeah. Who? Be, um, like went like solo, like became I a mean, rock there, star in like nineties.
3: I mean, there are a couple. I I yeah. think the one that you're thinking about is Dionne Ferris yeah. who was in Arrested Development. Yes. Oh, Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah. But um. But yeah, sort of. I'm 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 a Did massive Janelle Monae fan. Event. I've seen her like about five times. I've traveled to other cities. To He's literally, literally Jose, wearing her
2: t shirt. Um, black female talents. <laughs> right.
3: Jose loves all talent, but yes, he does have. <laughs> he, he does have a soft spot for like really good black people. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because yeah, Janelle, uh, Janelle, talent. With me, mm-hmm. I mean, like talent yeah. is talent.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And were, we, you uh, Mar- uh, were you a fan of
2: Mariah? Were you a fan of Mariah? Of course. <laughs> I I, love I, you, why you, ask, you can't you can call you call <laughs>
1: Mariah. At why one point, had Captivated us all.
2: Listen, she was the biggest artist of the nineties. It was, yeah, it was yeah. Mariah than Janet mm-hmm. I
1: remember Like Mariah Like there were tracks That you know uh-huh. During that period of time That you would play them On repeat right. To
3: death
2: Like to Fantasy death. She's no. the only
3: artist To have a number one song For every year For a decade yeah. From 1990 wow. to 2000 She's one his number his one number Do you remember hits.
2: I remember I remember Butterfly Like mm-hmm. I was just talking about so, butterflies. Oh my god, like so many. And it's like cats. when you're a kid, you don't think about how many like hits these people are, you know, throwing out mm-hmm. there. You just you see just these songs. Same thing with Jenna. It's just like or Whitney or Madonna. All these girls, like it's like how do you have all these these catalogs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're endless. And yeah. and and it was
1: just so many different like styles. Right. And they were always exactly. bringing such a level mm-hmm. and always just saying something with this music. It was
2: Mariah, Whitney, and Celine were very similar, but very different. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Celine too I forgot I didn't forget about Celine
1: because I've, I've always loved Celine except for a couple of periods because like I remember when I first heard um it's all coming back to me girl on VH1 and I'm just like oh, I love this
5: it. is my
1: damn song and then you know she had all this great music and then she did a damn Titanic song and I couldn't oh, fuck with Celine yeah. for about three years <laughs> like I was just I was the song because that song just got blown out yeah. Yeah. like it was it's probably my favorite it is my least favorite song um, but then she came back. She got her dance together. She, I think, she released a French album, which I love. Mm-hmm. You know, and she has
3: the most successful re- French recorded album of all time. Yeah. The name of
1: it. I bet the French are mad at that a Canadian girl got to, exactly. They hating. They are hating. Be- hatin'. But didn't she represent? She she represented France in um, Eurovision. In Eurovision, she? did she? I, don't I thought Celine Dion was in Eurovision. She Nor was in was Eurovision, Switzerland. but that's. Maybe it was one of those countries. I can't remember. Can
2: we also talk about the music shows back back in those days? Like, they actually had, like, really good music competition shows. Like where they discover talent Like Star Search And shit like that
1: But mm. well, Star Search
2: I think was coming Towards its end It, it was But they also had like Other shows yeah. too, That wasn't competition They had like I think we had, we had
1: great music television In general yeah, yeah, Because we had MTV and BH1 And BET And they actually played Which is what I feel like after. I feel
3: sad for You know the generation That came after me That didn't have that Because but that's that's the way media. that I was exposed to so many. Yeah, they have social so. media. That's what I mean exactly. Uh-huh. There's social media now, and there's VIVO, and there are ways that people discover it. But it's very different when you like have a channel to turn on and mm-hmm. you can watch right.
2: everything from like Phil Collins to like mm-hmm. Run DMC. Or- this, mm-hmm. No, VH1 is uh, MTV and BET are the reasons why I'm a pop culture journalist, but particularly VH1.
5: You would just get
1: that immersion. Yeah, like right. that
2: immersion. You'd get exposed
1: to things that you didn't exactly. necessarily know you were going to get exposed to. And depending on what time at night or day you watch, you would get and a different also
2: experience. 90s movies too because they always would have like the soundtrack. To, like oh, that's another yeah. thing. Like, <laughs>
3: that's how we know soundtracks all these were songs. the vehicles to to sort of propelling certain artists yeah. to stardom. Like yeah. um, I'm trying to think of like definitive. Like the Reality Bites soundtrack was a definitive 90s soundtrack to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it had. Lisa was, Loeb, the, it had oh, Soundgarden, it well, had like
1: Clueless for like the Mighty Mighty Boston, exactly. Like there was that was like a quintessential. Right. And then on the
3: opposite end of like the R and B spectrum, we had Waiting to oh, Exhale, yes. Soul Food. We yes. had so many. There, there's so many soundtracks. Really, I think love
2: songs. There was a, a study once about how like certain movie soundtracks well. were mm-hmm.
3: much more successful than the movies themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, case in point, like the Empire Records soundtrack was massively more successful than yeah. the actual <laughs> <also> the Black <laughs> <movie> did-
2: soundtrack <laughs> which I have I, I watch everybody on Spotify listen to that mm-hmm. uh, everybody on Spotify it's just so good yeah it's gotten a lot of plays I've been yeah. listening to it
1: I'm like okay
4: I'm gonna listen to it yes, to
1: it. yes.
4: Right. also shout out to Spotify for that Black Boy Joy <laughs> playlist cause mm. it's everything like, it's just, it's beautiful. I tried to apply for a job at Spotify once. They
1: hired me. Ooh. Ooh, it's okay. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough It's tough very, tough, the, very, it a very tough. Very, very, very tough. I have okay. applied for a um, job. Yeah. It's been but turned... I ain't going to be bitter. I ain't going to be bitter, even though I did. <laughs> I was bringing, like, 10 years of experience, two mm. degrees, but I'm not Swedish. Anyway, let's get to this next musical break. What we got coming up, group?
3: So, um, Break Music is um, mostly stuff that's been released recently. The first track is The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar, Pray For Me, off the Black Panther soundtrack. Uh, second track is Lion Babe, who is Miss Vanessa Williams' daughter, with their newest track, Honeydew. And the last track is my favorite, Mr. Frank Ocean, with his cover of Moon River. All right, so now I gotta this get these. It was a little Valentine's Day gift.
1: I gotta get these in order. Yeah, I didn't put that I mean, in the you can, right order. No, I... I, it's it's that's easy to do. Put them in order. I remember when Sadie used to send me the music, just send me all this music. Then wouldn't tell me what order she wanted it in. And she'd be like, "You didn't play those in order." I'm like, "But you didn't give me a list in the email."
2: They just I don't know, girl. We out. don't do that anymore. No,
1: I need a list. I need to know one, two, three. Just let mm-hmm. me know. Anyway, well, when we come back, we're gonna talk about the Olympics. We're gonna talk about TV. We're gonna talk about well, all that shit. RuPaul's Drag Race, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. We girl, ain't we playing. already oh. talked about the Olympics.
2: <laughs> uh, did we? We kind of did.
1: Oh, but I don't think we. T- oh, we did. We talked about yeah. the. Oh, we talked about the gay people. We, we talked yeah, about yeah. Rip, yeah. Rip, ripping. Yeah, there was something else I wanted to talk about the
2: Olympics. I, uh, the the shirtless men.
1: No, that wasn't it. Y'all been talking about the shirtless men. Right. Okay. You. To listen. you yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to talk about how the U.S. ain't really winning no medals, but then we won a few medals. So mm-hmm. I think now we're doing a little bit better. That's what I want to talk about. We may not have time for that. We're gonna <laughs> play this music. <laughs> Uh, we just gonna come back and talk we just gonna come back and talk so stay tuned to (laughs) Queer State of Mind live on radio for your book and we'll be back in a few minutes yes
7: I fight you, I fight myself I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept I'm tryna fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps Life is living hell. Puddles of blood in the street. Shooters on top of the building. Government aid ain't relief. Earthquake. The body drop. The ground breaks. The poor run with smoke lungs and scarred face. Who need a hero? Hero. Who need a hero? Look in the mirror. There go your hero. Who on the front lines at ground zero? Hero. My heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle. Mass destruction and mass corruption. The souls are suffering men. Clutching on deaf ears again. Rapture's coming. It's all a prophecy. And if I gotta be sacrificed for the greater good, then that's what it gotta be. not me take me, Pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Amor
1: to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mind, and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC.
8: Hello,
1: darling. This is Richie P. and Peter Savage
2: from Dietra. Check us out live March 1st at The Well in Brooklyn. We'll be playing with Thurston Ray and the Lord Calverts.
0: The show starts at 8 p.m., guys. We better see your asses
7: there.
1: Welcome back to Queer State of Mind. You're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. We almost finished the show. We got 20 minutes to talk about pop culture
2: shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the the how TV. much Black Panther we can talk about because some bitch didn't go see it. Ooh. and She had two weeks at this point.
1: Uh, now, now, 10 days ten, almost. S- still. Almost, I know, yes. I know. I'ma see it though. I'ma see it though. It's just been very, and you know, and it's like it's one of those things that like you feel. I feel like I have. If I don't see it, like I miss out on a cultural moment. Oh, you yes, do. absolutely. Like everybody has seen it. Everybody, I, you know, everybody's dressed up. They're going out. They're well, maybe it. you
2: and Eddie can go tomorrow.
1: That's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that'll be the day. We'll have a day. We'll go get some brunch. You know, go out to see Black Panther. Yes. Have our lives. Yes.
5: Mm-hmm. So let's talk about <laughs> something
1: I did kind of watch, although I didn't watch this week's episode, mm. RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't Ugh. watched this week's You didn't
4: miss anything this it's week. Kind, it was kind of. It was so dry. A little dry. Yeah. Oh, was it?
1: Oh. Let me yeah. just tell you. Okay, so I I binge watched like the first four episodes. Right. I was like I I did not watch last season because I thought last season was kind of just I just was not into it.
2: But I got wait, back wait, to, last season of All-Stars or last season nine? Season
1: nine. You didn't watch season nine? I didn't really watch season nine. No. Uh, it just didn't do it for me. I,
2: I really like season... I actually liked that it was um, RuPaul's best friend's race. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. Yeah. I mean, like, sometimes, like, like the drama on some of these reality shows become too much, and it's just, like, they were talking about, you know, real issues, though. Well, it was kinda. becoming...
1: I mean, well, maybe I'll have to go back and watch it, because I didn't get to that point, like... I don't know what happened. wasn't that Wasn't that the first there was still some drama, but you know, first one that was on VH1 or was that yes. the second
2: one? Okay, first.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's what it was because they they were doing that Friday talk night. back Friday night. It was weird, and they had these people commentating. I'm like, they're
2: horrible. I don't know well, whenever I, know. I watched it, I didn't watch the like the you know, pre shows. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. With the All Stars, like I, you know, I watched all the queens. There, most of the queens I liked, but some of the queens just kind of showed their booty holes Ooh. to be blunt, like. I was never really a big fan of Milk. And... she is on my fucking nerves. She's just, like... It was just solidified further, my dislike. Listen, she's, like, the
2: epitome of what I cannot stand Mm -hmm. about white gay men. I'm just gonna say it. Like, she's, Mm -hmm. like... She's, like, that entitlement, that privilege. Like, she embodies that. Mm -hmm. And it irks the fuck out of me. Well, you Mm -hmm. know,
1: I'd hope maybe, you know, the person behind Milk is not like that. But then the character, the persona that was portrayed... Mm-hmm. Was just not appealing. I'm sorry. And it's just like, I feel like. I, I really was true. I was rooting for everybody black in right. Aja. Yes. And like, that was that was me. Okay, it's right. That was me. I do like Trixie. I do I like, like Trixie, Trixie, Trixie too.
2: But I feel like Trixie is also in, in that same cat- yeah, category. milk like and Thorji. And Thorgy oh. just kind of whines. She, right. They all <laughs> she's are like, she's like, she's like, yeah. yeah, she's yeah. skim.
4: <laughs> yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> no, but which one is
2: Sorgie? Because Story she might be work. She spoiled. Yeah. Like, no. Spoiled. But
1: she, she's soy. Mm.
2: No, soy is good, girl. She's spoiled. Me. I, mm-hmm. Don't be coming for soy she or was almond really, milk. She was
1: really kind of bitter. And it's yes. like, how you going to be bringing up Bob? Like, Bob exactly. ain't even here. Yeah.
2: Like, don't be. I mad. feel like it was her own white girl insecurities. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's just like this black queen winning every damn thing, mm-hmm. taking everything away from me. I think that's <laughs> kind of what it, it's. That's what it's. Sounded like to me Kinda That's basically what it sounded like It's like you still talking about Bob Mm. Bob out here slaying She ain't thinking Uh, about you Bob ain't worried about y'all She is not thinking about you So
1: uh, I Didn't get to talk about The Snatch Game last week (laughs) Y'all gotta talk about The Snatch snatch Game To me It's always bad Who was the girl that played RuPaul
2: It was Trixie It was Trixie It was was really
1: I mean who I should say who tried Tried like she it was tried this, it. she moved her neck a lot, yeah. Which was, was I didn't a lot of appreciate. Right. Like, yeah, do dude doesn't do that. I mean, she can, but it's right. unfair. And I think it was Michelle that was like, "You did a lot of the one line, but you didn't do them right. right. You didn't right. didn't do them in the right way." Right. And I feel like that. I thought um, Shandila doing Michelle jo- massage, michelle massage, massage. Massage
3: doing michelle, oh, michelle, Michelle Lewis. Oh yeah, Jennifer Killed Lewis was Jennifer Everything. Lewis, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm glad she switched. I'm glad
1: she switched. Um. And I loved BB doing Grace Jones. Mm-hmm. She was cute. Um, I think it could have been a little bit better, but I still think she did it very I well. I feel like,
2: yeah. honestly, BB's one of those people where she's just like, she's very specific in what she does. Like mm-hmm. She's really good at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very regal. She kind of yes. reminds me of right. Sadu ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just that Africanness. That she like yeah, embodies. I can this see is that. like, She's I'm regal. kind of like, I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm better than regal. you because like I'm that. from Cameroon. Yeah. Right. That's, that's <laughs> bougie. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to Sadie if you're listening. I hope you is happy birthday, bitch. Oh, happy birthday, birthday. to All y'all. February birthday, bitches. Um,
2: we talked like about who else
1: yeah. the one girl um <laughs> that played the guy from Hollywood Squares. Um, uh, he, I, I, he will probably win it. I'm yes. blanking on his name. Up um, Ben yep. Ben 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 and and Ben McCormick has a really interesting kind of a way of approaching the game because she kind of plays this, like, oh, innocent. I don't want to, like, you throw know what? things under the bus. I but don't want to be I, mad her. I don't, I'm not mad it. at her. killing it. Yeah. I am not killing her, killing her for No, I'm not mad at yeah, Even Angela called it out. And I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of what you got to do. It's right. like in Big Brother when you have the nice person that's really behind the scenes scheming. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what Ben LaCroma... But, but I'm not I'll, mad at it. Right, but yeah. I also
2: feel like she's... Mm-hmm not she's a very genuine person yeah too. and she's yeah. backing it up with yes. talent because yes. she's winning oh, like yeah. that's the key it's not about like and i do believe winning. her when she say like this shit is becoming hard like yeah. to have to like determine who goes well, home every and week. these
1: girls like if you look on instagram for instance you know these girls are in each other's lives they, they talk are. all the time like yeah. you look at one queen post something and then all the other queens is commenting it really has become like this sisterhood you can right. tell right. So I bet it is, especially in a situation like All-Stars, where these are your friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Like You've seen them, you've worked with them, they've come up, you know, and you're all kind of in this, like, elite circle of queens from around the country. Right.
2: Um, and it's inter... I don't wanna say intergenerational, um, but inter yeah. Like seasonal. Yeah, inter seasonal. <laughs> <Inter-seasonal>. Yeah, <laughs> inter <Listen>, seasonal. <laughs> I, I, I am that I am a
5: creative. I'm oh a creative person, a creative writer. I can make up a motherfucking <laughs> okay. word. Okay. and oh. it will sound like it's right. What were the other ones?
1: I'm trying to bar oh, Chi so sweet. She's, she's so is, cute, too. Like, right? Chi-chi as just, like, a I boy actually, so cute. Yeah, I don't hate her looks, but everybody hated her looks. I don't either. Like, I don't, I don't really. I think she was just given that, like, southern girl. Right, and, right.
2: She's kind of, like, in a sense, like, Peppermint, but without, like, something to make her stand out more. Because mm-hmm. Peppermint, you know, like, she's, like, a lip sync, you know. Yeah. Queen, mm-hmm. you know. Like, she she's a performer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I feel like Chi really didn't have something that she shined at on the show. Yeah. On the show. Uh, one thing that just
1: me is they don't have, like, they didn't have, like, a big girl this season. Like, usually they mm-hmm. have one big queen, mm-hmm. you know, but they didn't have one. Maybe
2: they just couldn't,
4: you know. I mean,
2: maybe they put them all on other.
1: <laughs> What's <laughs> her name?
4: Is Little Thick, though. What's the other one from down south? Blanket and Chi
0: oh, like, Chi oh, and yes. um,
1: um, Kennedy Dapp. Daff- yeah, yes. Kennedy yes. Dapp. A
0: little thick. She but reminds me not, I, had, she you know, reminds not
2: a little bit of Mama Parker. She
4: does. Uh, that's not my mama. <laughs> <Let's move on. laughs> it's, she's very black woman. She uh, is very black mm. woman.
1: So I've most people said, What do you who do you think's gonna be in the final show?
4: Definitely Bendela Krim. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: Maybe
2: just,
4: And Shangela. I think
2: Shangela. it's Bendela Krim and Shangela And yeah. then like maybe Dixie and mm. I don't know. I feel like that would be like a diverse pool of people, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know. Wait, who was left? Ooh. Uh is there like a final two or final? I don't actually know how. Miss Cameroon maybe in the in the final. I one. think yeah. it will yeah. be BB because BB, BB is yeah. just like
4: yeah.
1: Well, and it's funny because when they introduced her, like BB got the chat, She only won twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> right. She didn't really get the whole tour. You know, she wasn't really. She was the first winner, mm-hmm. so she didn't really get all the. You know, Drag Race hadn't grown. Like it was yeah. still very like niche. niche. Very like <laughs> we loved it, but right. like it wouldn't hadn't grown to be. They got Drag Race All the World now. I was yep. watching a clip of Drag Race Thailand. Them queens. What? Them queens are the most. Like oh, they are that. the most. I've. I mean, and it's great to see. It's like how ANTM kind of just
3: took off and went around mm-hmm. the world. Like Drag Race right. has done that. Exactly. And you know, so like get, they. I guess they franchise it for different countries, and then what does like? Probably group-
1: the most prominent queen host it. In that country, I would imagine. And RuPaul's
3: just getting the cut.
1: She's it. just world of wonder. Uh, RuPaul just getting the
4: coins, making mean, the like, coins. Making go around. get the money. Go get the money. Right. God bless I, I <laughs> yeah. She's like, Can
2: RuPaul and Ty- Tyra Banks do a show together? Ooh, Ooh. yes. Can RuPaul
1: sponsor this show? Hey, yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> hey, RuPaul, coins. hey, you can throw some coins too, <laughs> some Tyra. Coins. You
2: can throw. Yes, God. Yes, <laughs> God. We're <got> a show <laughs> for black queers and black yeah but
4: speaking of the the finalists like what do we think is going on with this handmaiden's tale they get thing? Come, basically they get to
2: come back right
4: and
3: i like, think them? the consensus is that the, all of them are going to get to come back and they could actually snatch the crown. yeah you know? so, well definitely.
1: and i wonder how the because the previous two right. all-stars are the one aren't those the previous two all-stars that are in yeah
2: the... Ch- um, chad michaels then alaska, so alaska I wonder, actually um, did that like, i wonder if back, they right? get to pick who comes back
5: yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. no. They pick like watch. three. Like I think
2: it's Chi Chi and who was the first person to go home? Um, was it? Uh, it was either milk. I think it was Milk or Thorgy No, no. it no. wasn't course, milk. It, it, it was wasn't a, milk, and it wasn't Thorgy It was but, yeah. another
3: white um, queen. Yeah, she's really good. God, I'm blanking like, yeah, on uh, uh, Michael's something. Alex Michaels or oh, Alexa?
5: She wasn't that member. She was the, she was okay. the
3: first one to go, and right. she's actually. Extremely talented and very well known in like the Southern California community. I'm gonna look totally like
1: like whispering it to me. Come here, you come here, girl. It was
3: Morgan McMichael.
5: Morgan McMichael. There we go. I was was like, I know. I Grace back there. I was like, like, I don't know. Yes.
0: I can't. So the rumor is that with this handmaid's Tale thing, someone's gonna come back. And then the rumor is that whoever gets brought back gets to eliminate somebody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, let it not be Milk Girl, because you know who she coming. For. No, I
0: think I
2: think it's um, what you say, Morgan, m- 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 nah, Michael's, yeah, it Morgan, might be Morgan. But like,
8: yeah. why would they? Morgan said she's gonna eliminate the best one. Yeah, twenty minutes. It, oh the yeah, yeah, she was like
2: yeah. the real, real like. That's why yeah, Ben de la Creme got the- yeah. Right of her. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's her, and I think it's Chichi, and I think it's Aja, mm-hmm. or the three that they've. Chosen so far, oh God, I just spoiled it for you, but oh, my bad.
1: Oh, well,
4: it's okay. <laughs> I don't mind
5: spoilers.
4: No, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, the last episode was very dry, <laughs> <laughs> but so apparently it was home? a very big development. Yeah, who yes. got sent home?
5: Huh?
2: Who got No, sent no, home? no, no. It was it was Aja. It was Aja, and then like um. they, they, I think they're being selective, right, in who they pick, you know, like to come back. So like, or who they're yeah, like. There's
8: only three girls right. who were set to come back. Yes. so was, those like, are the twice?
5: three. Only
2: oh. Three of them? So then, so
1: like all of them didn't get the little
2: message,
5: right? Because mm. I was
2: like, why is this not at the end of every episode, but only some? And I think like it was
1: at the end of all the ones I saw. Exactly. It was? Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah, It's been oh, a, it, yeah, was. it is it's been okay. at, every, at the end of every. But episode. But I think I only
2: there only only had three girls on the stage. Yes. Oh. Yes. And it looked like it was Aja, and it looked like it, it had to be one of the like white queens because she had white skin, and it was <laughs> obviously Chi. <Chi-Chi. laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so
3: how many episodes? How many episodes are left?
2: Oh, I don't know. I've had like are left? five. Oh, like okay. So there's five. still a good because there's. I yeah. think there's. Yeah, there's and, still, and we we still have season ten of Drag Race coming. They actually too.
3: just released the cast for season. So there are five New York City queens. queens. Yeah, uh, 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 Miss Monet exchanges on. Who's I guess my personal favorite. Yeah, I see her show with uh, Pixie Aventura ever so often mm-hmm. at. Um, it's called The Help. Uh, Wednesdays <laughs> at um therapy. Nice. You need to
2: start coming back so you can take me to go see the girls. You have me on Saturday nights now.
1: Um. I wish I could come back to see the girl.
2: I mean, you you come back every now and then?
1: Yeah, but I don't... Well, I don't usually get time. Well, it depends. Like, sometimes yeah. I get in time for, like, the 11 o'clock shows. Oh. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, because they're yeah. scheduled. Yeah, you're Yeah, because, right. yeah. you know... And that's a two-hour train ride from the Hudson Valley, girl. <laughs> I know. You know Oof. It's long. Actually, it's an hour 40 minutes. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. But I want to see them, too. We need to have... um Oh gosh, I just I, I remember her boy name, but I just forgot her not boy name. She gonna cut me if she listen. So anyway, we need to have our resident drag expert, our New York City drag queen. She Yes, girl. I know. Ain't that a shame? Because I didn't see that bitch perform in Columbus right. and in New York City. Like I'm I know that bitch for a while. Tell her about do, do, it. has been a minute. I've been do, do, shut up. I I know who she <laughs> is. Like I, that's what her boy name was coming. I'm like, but that's not how y'all gonna know. Anyway. So, yeah, we need to have her come back as our right. resident drag expert and break down these new queens. Apparently, she friends with a bunch of them because, you know, she'd be mm. up in the
2: scene and stuff. Do we want to talk about Killmonger today or...
1: No, y'all can wait
2: until I'm not here
1: for you that. You ain't shit. I, I, I not. wrote a really good piece about mm-hmm. Killmonger
2: if she, if he's a hero or a villain. mm mm-hmm. oh, We're going to roll yeah. on by that. We're going to talk about Clear <laughs> Eye. Still haven't
4: seen Still it.
1: Still have I thought y'all was going to go watch it. We girl, sure we were a <laughs> lot <was>. gagging around. <laughs> So let me tell you why I think this show is awesome, right? Okay, so I'm I watched the first one, and the first one was at a time where we didn't have gay marriage. Mm-hmm. We were still in the streets, you know, trying exactly. to just be tolerated, as they say, and it gave people an opportunity to see queer people in a you know a campy characters way, but. In a way that made them relatable, exactly. you know, it was an extension of Will and Grace, and it, it was not the most like right. queer folk, right. and it just made people see gay men. Um, right. as one of the shows that kind of paved the way, yeah, it, yeah. it did. I, I feel in like, but in a reality type, of I don't sense. know that yeah. we would have had marriage equality if it wasn't for Queer Eye, because mm. I think it exposed mainstream audiences to queer people in a way that didn't make them salacious. Um, this rendition is one more diverse. You know, it's not all gay white men. Um, in their 30s and 40s. In their 30s and 40s. It is, I mean, they are in their 30s and 40s. I feel yeah. like they're, you know, kind of our age a little bit older. Um, it also has Karama, who I love from the real world, mm-hmm. who's done much more things since the real world, but I yes. remember him from the real world and he was not liked on that show i think no he wasn't the real yeah. world, the real world was such a great show yeah, for really so many was. reasons like we need to bring the. Well, real
3: it's world. the show that birthed every other reality show. Yeah, Real World and <laughs> Road yeah. Rules. That yeah. was like oh, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <That was> <laughs> Road Rules doesn't get that much credit.
2: It doesn't. It did it not survive as long. It didn't. They tried it with. I, are self. they still? Aren't they?
1: Are they still making Real World? Like I know they. They were I making like it for they are. a long, yeah. long yeah. time. Like, it may not
2: be. They're, They're like by the seventy fourth season. Last yeah. clip mm-hmm. I remember from the Real World Was when um a black girl. They're Faso right Right. A black girl mollywopped this racist roommate of hers. Like she was just like it got to a. Point where she's just like, I have no choice All but to right. put my hands on you. Well, no, that's and the last I remember of back show, in the I've day. Seen. Like, if you put your hand on somebody, you, you immediately know, kicked, kicked out. out the show yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, you were gone, yeah. Like, because I remember but when,
2: you could have like a group meeting and mm-hmm. decide
1: the person well. Because I remember back when there was Real World Seattle and you know, Steven Pack, Smack- I-, I-, I read. Who needed to be who had fed, a comment? Right? She had a comment. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to that man out of the closet. Yeah, did he eventually come out the closet? He did eventually. Yeah, come he out. did. And she, I think he was even like, I, you know, he he kind of did, made, they made amends like right. after that. But it was a, uh, you know, it was it represented something. Queer Eye, this season of Queer Eye is just it's amazing. It's people living their best queer life and they yeah. help queer people too like it's not just about helping like, i saw that episode yeah be better it's about helping everybody be better and i yeah. think that was really kind of a cool thing like they helped somebody come out like they had dialogues about race and policing um they had a bunch of cute firemen like Ooh, it just, you a, the, yeah, have right. you watched the
3: full season <laughs> mm-hmm. oh wow
1: okay. yeah i've seen so two is, episodes all
2: episodes are on there yeah, all, yeah they're all because all you know sometimes netflix does this thing now half it, and half, the half or and they'll half, release it or one episode a week yeah but
3: they they do that for like specific series okay. like the dave letterman series is that way this uh, once a month i think uh chelsea's show was like that um no, was, this is released all at once that would drive yeah.
2: me insane if i watch the show that's <laughs>
1: that was, how tv was since, exactly like, like I, I hate it when
3: people say i that. know but that like,
2: but we're no longer used to that it, it's like even when i watch uh, like a show that's on tv i usually watch it Seasons later like I just started Watching Jane Virgin. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. the Virgin spoil. You spoiled in this Thank digital
1: you. Era where I, I remember when we used to have to wait For like the whole summer when we had A season finale no? like Grey's Anatomy you mean, What you we mean, do something we? crazy
3: what you mean, uh, And then we had I have, know, I have a year to too. wait for Game of Thrones I gotta wait another mm-hmm. year At least a yeah. year and you know that I'm gonna Watch that as it gets released I'm not gonna wait till the season ends and watch them
1: all at once That's one of the first shows like Cause I had I would wait too for some Shows but like Game of Thrones, I binge-watched all of no, them. No, I only wait yeah. when I start a new show. I if it's it a yet. show that I'm
2: already watching, then I, yeah. just, like, I catch it every right. week. I can't wait for Game like, of Thrones. Grace and the yeah. anime. Is there a I new episode really of Grey's Anatomy that came out Thursday? Here you go.
4: Um, I no, watch
2: that. no. It comes Damn. back next week.
3: It comes back <sighs> next week.
2: Okay. Well, y'all, it's almost the end. Aww. I,
3: I'm so sad. Can't you do like one Saturday out of the month? Exactly. I, yeah, but I got to
1: prearrange it. Let me talk to your stuff. news director. I got to prearrange <laughs> it. It's possible. Right. Um, We're going to try to come back more down here. And Can we get a,
2: a clap for Ori for coming back to no. the show? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Playing it. Happy birthday! Uh, Happy birthday, Ben! I'm finna be 21. I was gonna give you 25, but we'll go 21. uh, You ain't gotta give me nothing, girl. Uh, Look. Oh, anyway, you You do. Um. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Queer State of Mind, y'all. It's been great being back in the helm. You know, next week y'all have y'all normal bitches back, so you know. Miss Sadu be back
2: in the house. She's gonna come back with a vision.
1: She is. She's gonna she be heard. I'm, I'm gonna have to listen oh, in because I'm sure all kinds of shade is gonna be thrown. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all kinds of shade. But thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check us out online at RadioQueerMinded.com Now that's special, we got our podcast up. You can also check out our show page at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash QSM. <laughs> And you can take us wherever you go by taking the RFB app. You can find it on iTunes and on Google Play. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Queer State of Mind is produced by the Queer Minded Radio Network, a queer people of color-focused radio community. Thank you for listening. Find out more about Queer Minded Radio Network, including our other shows, news, and more on our website at ww.